Welcome to Flow Working, the entrepreneur's podcast, helping entrepreneurs tackle real-world problems in their businesses with tips, tricks, and advice from other solopreneurs. In this episode, I sat down with Leslie Giannis. Um, so many accountants and bookkeepers, they have so many clients um, and they can't actually help um, small businesses in a way that they need to be helped. So if they would increase their prices, that would also help the small business owners with advice they desperately need. So if they could charge more, they could actually scale more and actually give valuable advice to um, small business owners that they actually need. So it's a win-win for both of them. It is. Yeah. And I think that it really kind of goes down to that value statement that Mm -hmm. we, you know, we see something as more valuable when it's slightly worth more money, but you're getting more service for it. So how do you specifically work with your clients? We know profit first is something you work on or there are things that you give your clients when they're thinking about raising their prices that help them get comfortable with that idea. Um, A lot. Part of it is with uh, talking to them about what services they actually provide for their clients. Um, A lot of them do give advice, but they're not actually charging for advice. And this isn't just in the accounting world. It's in all small business. Um, And so they get actually giving away services for free that they're actually not getting paid for. Um, And so like there's a lot of knowledge that's given away and that you have to go to a lot of training and, and stuff for. It's no different than an attorney or any other small business that you have to do a lot of work to get there. But there's so many businesses that are around um, the hourly billing and that hourly billing is not where the value is. The value is in the knowledge. Interesting. So not, not sitting there taking yourself like an employee for hourly, but really thinking about that service based knowledge that you're giving. Yes. Yes. Um, So when they're when they're really thinking about okay, I'm ready to charge more. I'm ready to to talk about more services. Is it a package that we're talking about, or you, do you just as you dive more into okay, these are the types of ways that you're giving stuff away? Talk to me a little bit about how that looks for, for a lot of people. A lot of it is just talking to your clients and seeing what they actually need, um, because um, as everybody knows, everybody needs a tax return. But a lot of people don't look at it. What else do they actually need? Because they're not just, it's not just about compliance. Uh, Small business owners are screaming for, they need more than just a tax return at the end of the year. And most people will go to their tax accountants. And if you have those conversations with your clients, then you can actually charge more and, and keep that engagement going on throughout the year versus just a once a year engagement. And then it's also a win for the small business owner that need, desperately needs that help throughout the year as well. Well, and I, th- I can imagine that it kind of helps the bookkeeper and the CPA at the end of the day that they've had this ongoing relationship. So it's not just, here's my proverbial box of receipts. It's actually a relationship with the clients. Exactly. Changing that model in our firm was um, amazing. So we went from annual clients to now monthly clients. Some of them are weekly um, and, and those are our small business bookkeeping clients. Um, and it, and we help them all year long. And those are some higher level engagements. And those are our easier tax clients because it's already done in January. It's already done. Yeah. It's that ongoing relationship that, you know, you're not trying to unwind a year of 
bad bookkeeping or mismanaged, you know, software or whatever it is that, that your clients have been doing. And then you just get a mess dumped on you. Cause I can imagine the mess is pretty stressful to most accountants. Yes, it is. Cause in January, that's when you um, get the shoebox of receipts and the, the messes that you're and you're in constant cleanup mode where we have no cleanup mode, um, except when we do have a new client, but then we bring, bring that new client on as a cleanup. And then we have a monthly engagement with them going forward. And then they can look at their books, see where they're at and go and go forward. And accountants, um, sometimes they put their bookkeeping off to the end because they're so worried about their clients books. And that's where we um, brought that here as well. Yeah. It's the proverbial, the the cobbler shoot kids never have shoes because they're constantly doing it for someone else. And so how do I get to it at the end of my day? Exactly. Um, And so, that kind of leads into something else that really happens for all small business owners, but I can only imagine with people who deal with numbers is keeping all the things in, in your head, like all those tasks and all that, like you said, their client list gets longer and longer and what they need to do gets longer and longer. So how do you work with your clients to help them take it from their head, really get it out and really make it something that's actually um, usable for them? When I started doing this, um, I took over my mom's um, bookkeeping firm and everything revolved around her. So she actually had a health event and I was like, I have no idea what's going on in this firm at all. I have no idea what we do for these clients. I have no idea what we do for this person. So it was very stressful. She was literally trying to tell me stuff in a hospital bed of what to do. And I'm like, I never want that again in my firm. So that's what made me shift. And why it became so passionate for me, because here I am trying to figure out as a daughter, much less an employee. Um, so, and, and I've seen so many other accountants fall into this and not to mention small business owners where their family is trying to figure this out and they can't because they have no idea about the business. I was fortunate. I was in the same industry. But so, and that's where when you start getting stuff out of your head of what you do for your clients, it makes it so much easier just by doing a brain dump of what you do for your clients, what you do for your customers, and where somebody knows where that information lives. Yeah, where it lives. And that's hugely important. I years ago did operations consulting and helped people do exactly that because so many small businesses were just, hey, it's me. It's only me. I'm the one who does it. And sadly, it takes a health crisis or, uh, you know, I got hit by a car and gosh, I couldn't work. And then I was, you know, out of commission for three weeks and your business literally dies and you can actually mm-hmm. end up with no business at the end of the day from just a short stint in a hospital state. So I love that you're helping your clients. Um, do you advise, you know, that brain dump, is there a, a method that you tell them to use or a software, or is it just sort of what works for them? We, um, we do like a brain dump, like during tax season, it's very hard to get um, accountants to actually put, um, the effort so what we tell them is get a google sheet or an excel sheet and just anytime you're answering a question put that on a google sheet anytime that there's a process that you're having to um oh my god i don't remember how to do that because it is annual work put that in your google sheet so that way after tax season is over then you can address it and then put it in an order of importance like if it's really an important like that question came to you 10 times that's an important item if it only came to you once, it's not as important, but it gives you a starting point. No, that's a great way to do it. It's just as you go. Because, you know, I'm again, we're talking to accountants who are have that super busy season, 
But let's face it, there's never a slow time for any business owner because you're either working in your business, you're working on your business, you're doing your marketing, you're doing your website, we're doing, you know, all that stuff that's constantly going on. And so as it's happening, you know, getting it captured in the moment, that's a great advice. Um, so as they're capturing it and then they're putting it down, where do you suggest that they store it? How are people going to get access to it? Because that's huge. Something happens. It's sitting on their computer that no one can access. So how do you recommend that that gets taken care of? We actually had a, um, a cloud system and then we made sure like that, like my daughter had access to that system and she knew where that system was, that there was a backup plan. Or if you have a team, that the team actually had access to it. And then there was a process on the what if, what, ha what if that happened? Um, and then we go into, okay, now let's go into a task management system of let's get, build out your task, your task, and let's get that out of your, mm -hmm. your head too. But we just, you just start somewhere. Yeah. No. And that's, I think that's great. While you're in the moment doing the thing, start, because that's when it's actually fresh and you're, you're like, okay, mm -hmm. so I'm sitting here and I'm doing this and then I'm doing that and then I'm doing this. I've actually done it for myself where I just turned on a dictation service and started talking to it. <laughs> Instead of, if I didn't have time to go type it, I would just talk it as I was doing it so that it could go, um, you know, and it also helps. I think people don't understand this too. It also helps if you're gonna hire employees. Absolutely. I hired three people at the same time. It was the best worst thing I ever did because I did not have this in place and it was horrible. Now that the, all the systems are in place, it's amazing, but it was very painful. So it was a very, it was a hard learning lesson, but at the same time, we were so over capacity that it, we didn't have a choice, yeah. but, but then just this brain dump helped me identify. I answered that question 10 times in one day. So therefore that's the one I need to start with. That's where we're going to start. And I, I think that's great advice for anybody out there watching or listening to this, get started. <laughs> Because whether it be an accident or, again, that I'm ready to hire a VA, you're not going to have time to sit down and, okay, I'm going to take three weeks to get ready. No, you're too busy already. It's, it's, it's crunch time. It's go time. You're already capacitated. Um, and so mm -hmm. doing the brain dump is just a great way to at least get started with that. So great, great advice. Um, oh, I love this one. And you and I have talked about this before in previous conversations about how much unplugged time. And we're talking no clients, no phone, no connection to your team, you and maybe your family or whatever, but getting away from the office and really resetting yourself. How valuable do you find that for yourself? You can share your experience with this because I know it was something you had to learn the hard way too. Yes. I used to not take unplugged time off. Um, my kids were growing up and I was took over my mom's business and it was it was horrible and I was working all the time and my kids would be just sitting there waiting for me to go to the beach and they're like, mom, are you, are you ready yet? And I'm like, no, just a minute. You know, I have to finish this. I have to finish following this. And they're like, yet, you know, so, and now it's, I feel present being able to take that unplugged time off. And then when I come back, I feel that passion for my business again. And I'm more creative in my business because now I get to look at things differently. So when you're so deep in the weeds, you can't see straight. So taking that unplugged time off helps you see straight and you feel like you're part of your family or whoever you're with. You feel like you're actually with them and not your mind is not somewhere else. 
No, and I, I have a personal experience with that. My first international trip with my partner, same thing. Not unplugged time. And I said, next time, we're going to find a way to make this unplugged. It wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. It was a wonderful rebuilding experience, but how much more wonderful. So how do you baby step into this? Because I'm like you. There's no way I could just unplug tomorrow. I mean, I could conceivably. But how do you baby step into getting unplugged in a way that actually works for you, your team, your clients? to that list of those questions that you're having to answer all the time, you start with those. Because when you are uh, when you want to unplug, those questions are going to come up when you're wanting to unplug. And then you just take short times. So if it's a three-day weekend, take a three-day weekend, what happened? And then, and then at the end of that three-day weekend, did anybody call? Did anything happen? Then take just, and then a four, and then just keep going. I've made it all the way up to three weeks. And when I came back, I debriefed with my team and my team was so empowered when I came back because they made some big decisions with my clients. They didn't call me. My clients were fine. They made the decision and they made the right decision and they used each other as resources. That's the, that's the so kind of now running. They're yeah. like, when are you leaving again? Well, and it empowers them. And I think that's part of that, you know, when you're running a business, especially if you have yeah. teams, I was talking to a recent guest about this, when you have a team and you have an empowered team, it helps them to have time where it's like not being micromanaged. And I'm sure you don't mm -hmm. micromanage, but when you're in the office, you're the go-to and they're yeah. always going to come ask you first. And then they realize, I don't have to ask Leslie all the time, or I don't have to ask my boss all the time. Hey, even if she's here maybe I could just take care of that. And you're, you just have that ability to expand business in ways that you didn't know were possible because they feel it's possible now. I just, I just had a client that, that um, just uh, her win for, in one of her advisory meetings was I just took my first one week unplugged vacation. She's worked for this organization. I want to say 15 years and never taken an unplugged vacation. And she finally took her one week and she's like, now I know what you're talking about. I always, I never took all of my vacation and I am now a believer. And I think that's what it takes is just having an experience of what does it mean to leave, to come back and the world didn't fall apart mm -hmm. and it shouldn't. I, I, someone once advised me that if you are the only answer to the problem, you have a bigger problem. Exactly. Yeah. And that it's just not, it's not at all the way to run a business or a life. Like you said, we've got kids, we've got spouses, we've got family, we want to do things. Or even if it's just you and you just want to enjoy some time, you have the, the right as a human being to do that. And we just, we tend to celebrate those who don't and kind of not really look well upon those who, who take time. And it's, it's so important for your business to come back refreshed. And it's not just about the vacations. Sometimes it's not going to be a choice. It's not going to be, and it's not going to be something that you plan. It's going to be something, you know, uh, my mom was recently in the hospital for a week. I had to stay with her that week and my team was fine and my business was fine. They just kept going even during this time of year. Um, and I, it was not planned. Um, so sometimes life makes you unplug without your choice. Well, and that's, yeah, that's really a good advice too, is that, and how great for you and how great for your mom that you were capable of being totally present with her in the moment and taking care of her needs and not having to worry about what was going on at the office. Just an 
extra stress off your shoulders to take care of the, the person that, that needed you the most in that moment. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. four years ago, I, I would have been having to sit there and work the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And been half present in both, both spaces. Your clients wouldn't have got your yeah, best. Your mom wouldn't have got your best. Everybody gets just half of you at that point. So, yes. Yeah, exactly. I love that advice, taking that unplugged time off. So for those who are listening or watching, Leslie, what's the single, just give me one, there'll be more than one uh, connection for them to get, but what's a great way, what's the best way for them to connect to you if they are an accountant, a bookkeeper, a tax advisor, who's really looking to change the way they do their business? Um, on our website at uh, leondacpa.com is our, the best way to contact us. And there's an application form. They can go um, apply now and we just do them as a strategy session. To see. Are you a business owner with tips of your own to share? Go to flowworking.net. That's F-L-O-W working.net to schedule your episode taping today.